What is up, everybody? We're rolling audio here today on episode 31 of The Hotter Show. How are you? How you doing? I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic weekend. Thank you so, so much for clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. I am excited because today I am talking all about the Firehouse Youth Center's Battle of the Bands event that took place last Saturday. Very cool. Um, lot to talk about of the event. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to give everyone a sincerest thank you uh, for those who tuned in to the live cast. I think it went pretty darn well. Um, was really uh, happy with the turnout. Um, those of you who uh, really hung out in that, it was really, really fun. Really cool. Great to see some familiar uh, names and so forth. Um I definitely, definitely think I'm going to do that again. Um, let me know what you guys think. If you would like to see that again, definitely hit me up and let me know. Um, as far as uh, what we debuted, which was uh, the uh, t-shirt design, uh, possibly for some Harder Show t-shirts, uh, be sure to let me know if you guys are interested in those t-shirts. Um, I don't really have an, an exact number as far as... Uh, what the cost would be. Um, I would need to kind of do some shopping around first, but I just wanted to put it out there and see if there was anyone who uh, would be interested uh, in purchasing a Harder to Show t-shirt. All of the proceeds will be going directly into this show. I'm not taking any money to pay bills or anything. Any money I make off that, and it's not going to be a whole lot. Like It's not like I'm looking to make a big profit or anything. All I'm really looking to do, guys, is if I can get a little bit of money uh, going into the harder show, I can potentially, uh, you know, maybe upgrade some of the equipment um, I'm currently looking into. Yeah, uh, you know, get, getting some basic uh, computer equipment um, so I can uh, record the show a little easier than the way I am currently recording it, um, which is on my phone and everything. And then I gotta do it in ten minute intervals and take it off this and put it on the computer and put it all together. It, it would just make life a little bit easier. So that's that's all I'm really trying to do with this, guys. And at the same time. I don't want to spread the word of the hardest show, and I think a t-shirt is a great way to do that. A lot of people really dig in the design, so definitely hit me up and let me know if you would like one. The price as of right now, um, like I said, I, I don't really have a price, but um, I figure it's probably going to be in the $15, $20 range. Um, if it's $15, right on. If it's $20, basically I can guarantee you I'm probably playing about... 17 16 dollars for the t-shirts so uh you know gotta at least cover uh cover my my uh, my cost on that there but uh i will let you guys know the second i do if i decide to go through with this um let me know if you want a t-shirt and potentially what size you would want and i will see if i can make that happen with all that aside i just want to kick right into this here talking about the battle of the bands so we're just going to go ahead and head into this here. Um, I'm going to talk about each separate band of the night. I'm going to just kind of talk a little, a little bit about uh, my first time in that um, at the Battle of the Bands and stuff. So definitely think we're going to have a lot of fun on this podcast. Let's do it. Last Saturday, it was Hamilton Firehouse Youth Center's 
annual Battle of the Bands event at the Garner Big B Rickard Arena. I'm sure I just said that wrong, but whatever, we're rolling with it. Um, and basically, if you guys aren't familiar with the event, uh, basically what it is, is um, it's an event that's put on by the Youth Center. Um, all organized by them and everything, and uh, as well as quite a few sponsors. Um, and basically, they all get together at the arena, um, and they just host this really awesome Battle of the Bands for youth bands. Um, it's They don't really have a set number of bands. There's no um, real requirements. Any bands can enter, um, so long as obviously they are a band. Um, they do have the Mics on Fire event as well. Uh, that is uh, more for, for solo artists and kind of acoustic uh, performers and things of that nature. More more for solo artists, whereas the Battle of the Bands event is pretty much strictly for your classic uh, bands. Um, rock bands, metal bands, punk bands, indie folk bands, uh psychedelic rock bands, the whole nine yards. Uh, over the past uh, three years, um, I've been involved with the event or I've been at the event in some capacity. Uh, obviously, the first year um, I was there as a, a sponsor with Gigs Music, um, and I had a great time that year. I got It was the first time I got to see bands like Out of My League perform. Um, who else was there? Uh, obviously, Outshined. Um, that was... Uh, that was very cool. That was the year they, uh, the first year they headlined after they won the year before. Um, I, I am forgetting a bunch of bands and I'm so sorry guys. Oh, uh, bands like Circle of Circles who I've seen now for three times. Um, guys, I apologize. I, I cannot remember who played that first year. Um, but, uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, it, it's a really cool event. Um, the, the first time I was there. On um, the first time I met, that I met Chris, who's the gentleman who runs um, the youth center and puts a lot of these events together and stuff. Um, it's a really, really cool, cool event. Um, and the Firehouse Youth Center itself is an awesome, awesome, awesome center. Um, it's just an after-school youth program for youths anywhere from ages 12 to 19. Um, it's all done by the John Howard Society of Durham Region. Um, so if anyone is interested in maybe checking it out or anything of that nature, you can always contact the John Howard Society or you can find them on the web just at www.thefirehouse.ca uh, for more information on that. They do all sorts of cool stuff. Sometimes they'll actually have concerts as well on the actual firehouse. So. Very, very cool. Chris, uh, Chris, the gentleman who runs it, uh, is a wonderful, wonderful human being. Uh, such a great guy. Um, the first year that he invited uh, gigs to be involved with the uh, with the event, uh, I, I had so much fun. Um, that first year, uh, I, I was kind of there myself, and I didn't really know anyone. It was it was, was kind of in a way almost awkward, I guess. And Chris really went out of his way to make sure I was, you know welcomed and doing good and everything and so i'm very very thankful for that um and the second year uh which was last year's battle demands um that was uh m- more though like the year before gigs was a sponsor um but it was kind of a uh, i feel like it was more like a last minute decision whereas this year last year sorry uh it was very planned out i knew exactly what we were going to do 
um, I, I kind of was thinking of being a judge, but then I kind of backed out and I heard the, uh, the guys from Outshine were going to be judges. Um, so I was like, you know what? I think that makes a lot more sense to have, you know, an actual local band who has won the event be judges. Um, I thought that was such a cool thing. And, um, technically Brandon works for gigs music, <laughs> so, or worked for gigs music at the time. So it, uh, it made perfect sense to, uh, for him to do that. And Chris was cool. Then he said, Oh, well, we'll get you next year. I said, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll be there. And then of course, everything that happened. Um, so kind of funny how that turns out, but, uh, that event was killer. Uh, that was the first time I got to see a lot of bands feeling unknown beyond the wall, uh, surf cactus, uh, circle circles again. Um, chasing shadows, Oh, I, 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 my memory is terrible. I cannot remember any of the other bands. Um, guys, I apologize that I cannot remember you. Um, it's nothing personal. I just, uh, my memory is terrible, but, uh, it was a really awesome event. Um, Fear of the Unknown ended up winning our, uh, our prize. So that was very cool. Obviously having, uh, uh, you know, the two, two, the two guitar players in Fear of the Unknown being, a pretty regular customers obviously mav and cody shout out to those guys <clears throat> um and then of course uh adam the bass player who he came in a few times um but uh very very cool chasing shadows ended up winning that year um oh, excuse me no they didn't what am i saying they won the year before sorry about that guys uh well, a little tired today um but uh that was the year that uh, out of my league one as well and uh I don't know if I've actually fully talked about this on the podcast, but um, just real quick, I'll kind of tell the story before I kind of get into the main uh, main focal point of this podcast here today, which is talking about this year's Battle of the Bands. Um, I'll just, uh, that uh, that last year, um, both Out of My League and Fear of the Unknown played, and um, they both were just amazing, and all the bands were great. It was really close as to who was going to win. It was uh, it was either basically going to be Fear the Unknown or I'm like, we're going to win. Like we kind of through process of elimination, and um, I'm sitting there uh, like just oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then um, Chris announces that Fear the Unknown wins second place, which means that they won the gigs music gift card. So I was freaking out. I'm like, yes, yes. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then everyone starts freaking out, like absolutely freaking out, and. Uh, He's just like, well, by process of elimination, I think we all know who wins this year's Battle of the Bands out of my league. And I was like on the floor. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like just, I was like, what? No. Like I was just losing it. Um, it was a glorious evening for the Bowmanville metal scene. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, it's still a night. I fondly remember. It was also the night I, uh ripped my pants because out of my league kicked my ass so hard. But uh, I've told that story on the podcast before. So pretty funny, pretty entertaining. Um, it was very cool of uh, out of my lead to come back this past year and perform, as well as uh, Tony, uh, Mr. Anthony, um, be a judge this year. But um, very, very cool stuff. Uh, the Battle of the Bands event is something that has, always happens around this time of year, every year. Um, I highly, highly, highly suggest you guys kind of 
keep keep an eye out for it next year if uh, if you missed it this year. It's always an awesome event. All of the proceeds go to the Firehouse Youth Center. Uh, it is worth every single cent to see this event. Like this past year, um, the price of admission got you in to see all these awesome bands that I would have paid the ticket price just to see any of them by themselves, honestly. Like there was not one single band that was not worth the price of admission. Um, this past year was, I, it was the best year I think that they've had for sure. Um, as far as talent is concerned, it was just amazing. And not like the last years weren't good by any means. Just this year was like, you know, like people are going to say that, you know, like, Oh, this is the best year we've ever had. But like, in all seriousness, that was the best year they ever had. Like it was, uh, it was great. It was absolutely great. All the bands should be very proud of themselves. But, um, as far as uh, all the sponsors and that, um, obviously I wish that, uh, gigs music was still around to be a sponsor. Um, or that I could somehow help out in sponsorship, but unfortunately, I'm not in that. Uh, I am not in that position anymore. So it is what it is. Um, Lon McQuaid's always a big sponsor. I know Hands On Music and Bonville's been a sponsor of RBC. So uh, thank you to all the sponsors in that. Um, big shout out to Chris again and everyone over at the Firehouse Youth Center uh, for making that event happen. It was great. I had so much fun. All the years I've gone, I will definitely be back next year. Uh, don't know if I'll be a judge again. Um, I was, uh, I enjoyed being a judge. It was a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, I, I find myself personally, like, I'm not very critical of bands. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just like, cause I suck <laughs> or what the deal is, but I was sitting there, especially if it's a band I know, you know, like I'm sitting there watching Fear of the Unknown play and I'm like, okay. Oh yes, this one riff is a little off, and it's like, what the? F- I can't like, you know, like I, as a judge, um, we had to basically look at uh, the musicianship. Obviously, was important. Um, how entertaining were they? How into the crowd? Like how into it was the crowd? Um, how was their showmanship? Did they stick to their set list? Like, did they they have a good set list? Did they stick to the set time very well? All those things were taken into consideration uh, for the top five bands. And uh, this year was so hard. And Chris even told me that. He's like, dude, this year's going to be really hard. And I knew it was going to be difficult, but I mean, it, it like, it weighed on me. I was like, damn, like, this is hard. Especially given that there were a lot of bands this year that had members that I know you know, you got Hometown Heroes, uh, the bassist Zach, used to be a student at the shop for like three years, Forsaken Empire, obviously, Michael, um, you got Fairly Unknown, obviously, uh, Beyond the Wall, you know, there's bands that like, I just know, Stop This Train, Emilio, he used to be a student at the store as well, um, like, yeah, so it, it, it was hard, it, it did kind of weigh heavy on me, um, but uh, I, I kind of gave myself a little bit of too much unnecessary stress. I wasn't really stressed, but it was like, you know, I was like, oh, man, like, I just want all these bands to win. You know, all of you should have won, in my opinion, really. But all that aside, I definitely will be there again. Uh, I I don't think I ever want to miss one because uh, I, I enjoy them so much. Um, but uh, being able to just kind of hang out and watch and really enjoy it and talk to the bands after, I think I, I, I enjoyed that a little bit more. Um, if I told Chris, I said, Hey man, if you, uh, 
you need me to be a judge again, I mean, I'll be, I'll do it and I'll be happy to do it. But, uh, I think that given that I'm not really involved with the, uh, the business quote unquote, so to speak anymore, um, I, I think I would just enjoy to be there just as a, as a fan, you know, as a fan, maybe, uh, maybe we can talk, look into setting up a podcast or something for that next year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of joked about that with a few of the bands and they were like, dude, do it. You know, I can, uh, interview some bands before and stuff and after and it could be a really cool thing but um there are definitely a whole whole whack of people um that i am going to get on the podcast who i spoke with that night um some guys that i don't know uh in bands that i would even love to hang talk with you know just because i thought they were they were great um but uh, the main point of what i wanted to do today here guys is I um as I was watching the band, listening to the bands, I um I wanted to talk a little bit about each band and um what I thought of their set, what I thought about them, basically, uh, just to, just for lack of a better term, um it, it's nothing uh like critical and negative or anything of that nature. I, I don't feel like there's any point in me talking about anything of that nature. Um because that's not what I do. <laughs> I tend to lean very positive. Um, I was, uh, I really, really, really enjoyed all of the bands. Um, even if they weren't really my style, I enjoyed them. At the end of the night, when I announced the winner, um, in probably the most awkward, uh, like m- 10, 15 seconds of my life, um, I, uh, I said, oh, I got to say something very articulate and be all intelligent. And I was kind of like, hey, so like, all oh, you are awesome. Give yourselves a round of applause. So, uh, this year's winner is this band. And it was like, I could tell, uh, out of the corner of my eye, I could see Chris looking at me. He's just kind of like, the hell was that? Like you're, you're usually more articulate than that. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if I had a brain fart or what, uh, maybe it was stage fright. I don't know. I don't usually get, uh, I usually don't have a problem talking in front of big crowds, but apparently I did that night. But um, it was very cool. Um, obviously, the uh, the top five of the evening, um, I'll kind of get that out of the way now. Starting with number five, uh, we had We Are X, who are awesome. I'll talk, I'll, I'll just give the, as far as the f- top five placing bands, and then I'll talk about all the bands and all that kind of thing. But um, We Are X came in at number five. They were very awesome. Um, they were also the last band of the night as far as who were, who were competing. Um, so very, very cool. Um, I was glad to see them, uh, kind of still kicking cause, uh, I, they were kind of quiet for a little while and I was worried cause they're such a great band. Uh, Lee and his, and his brother, whose name is escaping me right now. I feel like a dick. Um, they're like very entertaining and they're both so talented. It's crazy. And they got a new drummer and she's awesome. Um, and they had, uh, new guitar player as well. Very, very cool. Um, right around near the end, I was, I was trying really, really hard to pay attention, but after I kind of gave my scorings, I was getting ready to kind of start duking it with the other judges and, uh, you know, Lee came running off the stage and it, it was cool, but I'll talk about that one a little bit. Um, but, uh, number four, uh, coming in at fourth place was stop this train, uh, who were awesome. Uh, definitely, 
I don't want to say the most unique band of the night, but most of the other bands were at least um, rock oriented, like rock punk oriented in some way, alternative, you know, whereas Stop This Train are very, you know, indie folk alternative kind of. So it was really cool. Um, I know that the couple of the judges were very, very impressed with them. Uh, one in particular, he just was in love with them. Um, and uh, number three uh, went to Forsaken Empire, uh, who it was much deserved. Um, very, very awesome band, especially considering they haven't been a band all that long. Um, they are very, very good. They were entertaining. You could tell they were having fun. That was a lot of my thing. I, I found when I was watching bands, um, like... I'm sitting there going, okay, like they look like they're having an absolute blast and it's contagious, you know, just because they may not be doing shredding guitar solos doesn't necessarily mean they're not a great band. Um, If I feel something, you know, that's more what I was looking for. And I mean, in some way, shape or form, all the bands gave that to me. So again, this was impossible for me, but um, you could really tell, um, with uh, especially the placing bands, like they really were having a great time. Um, and Forsaken Empire did that, just the, the co vocals and all that. It was awesome. Um, it was great to see Michael uh, kind of uh, come up on stage there. And I, 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 I kind of like had to stop myself because I kept like going in for the hug, you know, the quick bro hug with all the people I knew. And like, I was like, I can't do that. I have to like keep it professional. Um, and uh, it was, it was really cool to see that. Um, Every time I saw someone I knew who was in a band, like I was like, "Oh, what's up?" and I wanted to like talk to them and but like I kind of had to, you know, keep focusing that. So I, I apologize to anyone if I uh, if I blew any of you off. Um, I, I think everyone I saw who came up to me, I ended up seeing again in the night. I'm pretty sure. Um, if there was anyone I did not, I sincerely apologize. I, I it don't it does not mean anything. I just literally. If there was a band playing or something, I couldn't hear anything to begin with if someone was talking to me because I'm so deaf. Um, but uh, I really had to make sure I stay focused and give every single band of, uh, as my full undivided attention. So, again, quickly, I apologize to anyone if uh, they were kind of like, man, TJ was a dick and kind of blew me off. That's that's not at all what God was going for. But um, moving on with number two, uh, we had, of course, Fear of the Unknown took second place. Uh, I can tell you guys this. The first and second place were like very, very close. Like it was it was close. Um, Fear of the Unknown ended up taking home second. Um, much, much deserved. I mean, it could have gone either way. Uh, it, it, for me personally... If it had come down to me, I could not have made a decision straight up. Like, I just would have been like, nope, not doing it. See you later. Bye, Chris. I'm not judging anymore. Because it just, uh, it, it was just, it was hard. Um, but uh, it was awesome. Their set was great. Uh, and then, of course, Beyond the Wall ended up taking and uh, taking first place, which was awesome. Um, it was great to see those guys uh, get the recognition they deserved. Um, I don't even think they placed the year before for some reason. Um, so it was really cool to see that they were just entertaining as hell, but uh, I will get to them again a little later. So those were the top five of the night. Um, literally again, I cannot stress this enough. 
every single band that preformed, they all, they deserve to be in a spot. Like, uh, it was hard, <laughs> you know, I tried to make a list of, uh, all the bands in a certain order. And I mean, I couldn't even do it. I was just like, dude, like there was no bad bands, you know, not like there has been in prior years, but just, it was very hard this year. When I said that up on stage, I really meant that like everyone needed to give themselves a round of applause as much as possible because it was just, uh, it was really amazing. Myself and the other judges, Anthony and, uh, Eric, um, from Bohemian Grove, very cool band, check them out. Um, and then the other gentleman, uh, whose name is escaping me. I feel like a dick. Uh, nice guy. Um, he, he was uh, also representing, I think, Ribfest. Um, so he was looking for bands for that. But uh, I know that we all had a really hard time as well. Um, so if there are any bands that are discouraged anything, please do not be discouraged because seriously, all you guys did awesome. And I'm going to highlight all of that right now for each band kind of going in order of the evening. So I'm just going to kind of dive into it here. Alright, so the first band of the night was uh, Hometown Heroes now. For those of you who aren't familiar, Hometown Heroes is a pop-punk band uh, from Bowmanville. Um, And they were very, very awesome. I've seen these guys live now three times, I think. Three times. Um, Twice with their current lineup and then once before with their old lineup. Um... I saw them not all that long ago uh, at the Firehouse show they did without Shine and Crane. Um, actually, I say it was not that long ago. It was probably a few months ago now. But uh, I saw them then, and um, they were really awesome. They played a great set. Uh, but them from then to ne- like now, this past last Saturday there, it was incredible. Like the second they took the stage, I went okay. I mean, I mean, right off the get bat, you got Zach, who uh, is the bass player for Hometown Heroes. He was a uh, former student of the shop. Um, guy got to know pretty, uh, pretty good over the course of three years. Um, so, I mean, obviously, it was great to see him. Uh, the drummer Mason was another guy I kind of, you know, saw quite a bit. Um, so it was great to see those two. Uh, but um, right off the bat, they kicked into the first song, um, which was an original. Uh, song, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's called Bullet, uh, Pull the Trigger, Bullet in the Head, something something like that. I think it's Pull the Trigger. Um, I apologize, guys, if I'm getting that wrong. Uh, I try to take notes of everything, of some things I wanted to kind of comment on for each band, band and everything, but uh, I missed that. Um, but uh, the vocalist, Jake, um, he really stepped up his game from the last time I saw them, like I said. Um, and it's not like they were even remotely bad last time. They were great last time. And um, when I when I say stuff like his game, basically what I mean is just last time I saw them, like, he was good. Everything was really on point. Um, but, like, his energy with his vocals was just a little bit better. And, like, just he, he's really kind of st- taken the whole front man thing. And he's really... Uh, He's really grown into that, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here. And it was really, really cool. Um, Their lead guitarist, James, uh, who I think when I saw them a few months ago, he was pretty new, I I think, from what I remember. Um, He had some some really, really cool moments. I apologize if that is not uh, his name. I tried to remember everyone's name and everything, uh, but I'm horrible with names. Um, He had a really cool few kind of ripping 
rock and roll lead parts um, for some of their original stuff, which was really, really cool. Um, it really kind of added uh, kind of a more rock spin on uh, kind of d- dirty rock and roll spin on their kind of pop punk sound. And I really dug that. He's a really good player. Um, and it just kind of brought this really cool vibe to the whole thing. Um, obviously, Mason and Zach, they held down the rhythm section perfectly. I mean, those two guys are as in sync as you possibly can be. Um, seeing as anytime I tend to see them there together. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you could say when you're, when you're friends with people in a band, um, you always play better. Uh, but they, as a whole, they did great. Um, uh, I believe they mentioned they're going to be working on some recordings soon. So that's really, really cool. I'll be looking forward to that. Um, it was their second time playing by all the bands, I think. Um, and they were really great. Uh, there's there's not really much else to say. Um, you know, it was great seeing Zach again. Um, I think uh, Zach and I kind of chatted a little bit, and I think I'm going to have him on the podcast at some point. Um, I, I don't really know uh, uh, the other guys as well as I know Zach, obviously, but uh, it was definitely cool seeing them. They did really awesome. Um, it was great to see them kind of bring in a little bit more of a diversity to this year's Battle of the Bands. Um, Because I know before, uh, it was kind of more of a rock and metal kind of deal. So it was really, really cool that they were able to um, bring it this year, that they did so awesome. So the night definitely started off on a high note with them. Absolutely. Um, You can definitely uh, check them out. Um, You can find them on Facebook. Just search Hometown Heroes. They should pop right up. I'm going to link all the bands um, in my list here uh, when I post this. So uh, hopefully you can find them. Definitely give them a like, follow them, check them out. They're very awesome, and they're they're good guys. So that was the first band of the night. Um, and the next band of the night... And the next band of the night was, uh, was Forsaken Empire. Now, Forsaken Empire... Um, it, it's kind of funny, actually. A lot of the f- first few bands, um, they actually had members that like I knew quite well, <laughs> um, or a couple of them who were former students at the shop. So it was kind of funny to see how that worked out. Um, but uh, Forsaken Empire, uh, they ended up taking home the uh, third place prize, um, and they very much deserved it. They were awesome. They played an awesome set. They played a, a couple Green Day covers um, that were really, really good. Um, that was really, it really impressed the other judges. Um, Michael, who is the uh, the former student of gigs music, um, he handled vocal duties for most of the set um, and was awesome. His 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 rhythm tone was very good, and uh, I'm definitely going to have Michael on the podcast at some point. I'm going to have him explain his rig because he explained it to me and he has a very interesting rig um and it gives him a very cool unique rhythm tone but um he handled the vocal duties for most of the set um and then there was the one song i i don't remember what song it was i feel like a jerk um and it was a i know it was a green day song um i tried really hard to remember but there's just uh, song titles and things like that have escaped me um 
but uh, co-guitarist, I guess the lead guitarist, uh, Evan, um, who I don't think I really got a chance to have a chat with at all, but um, so like a, seems like a good guy, definitely a good player. Um, he took over vocal duties for that song, and he, he did really well. Um, and that's one thing for me personally. I think it's the Alice in Chains influence on me. I, I just, I love bands with co-vocalists. And there was a lot of bands like that on this evening. So, um, just having two people in a band that potentially could be either the front man or the lead vocalist is never a bad thing if you do it properly. Um, there's even a couple harmony parts, which are really great. Um, and, you know, Derek's playing, or excuse me, not Derek, uh, Evan's playing was also really on point. So, hey, it, it's good to have a couple, a few members of the band who are talented and, uh, I know he was he was pretty psyched that they uh, that they won third place. I mean they all were of course, but he was. Uh, he, I know he was pretty stoked walking up onto the stage, so that was really cool. Um, Chase and Derek, the uh, rhythm section. Uh, Chase being the bass player and Derek being the drummer. And I apologize, guys, if I'm getting any names wrong or anything. I know, I know Michael and I know Chase, um, but uh, Evan and Derek, I, I I don't think we got to really chat, but. Uh, uh, Chase and Derek really held down the rhythm section was for the entire set. Um, really did a great job. Uh, y- even though Forsaken Empire are a new band, um, I think they've been around for four or five months, maybe. As far as actually playing shows, I think it's been about four months. Um, they did absolutely awesome. Um, n- not really much else can be said for it. They just did great. Um, considering that especially they have not been around for a long time they show so much potential and i am so so excited for the future of this band i really am um they actually just announced um just yesterday actually uh as i record this um they announced that uh, they're going to be selling some t-shirts doing some pre-orders for some t-shirts so definitely go check them out right this second on facebook uh, you can get the pre-order. You can contact them. They're really awesome shirts. Um, they have the, the logo on the front. It's a really cool logo design. And then on the back, they have a, they're a, a saying. Um, really, really awesome. You can also find Michael on SoundCloud. Um, he has some tracks up there, a cover of uh, Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, which you heard right here on the Hotto Show on episode uh, 24. Um, I played that there. Really great. They also have a full band cover of uh, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked um, by Cage the Elephant, which was awesome. Uh, Definitely check that out. They also have a video for it, so very, very cool stuff from them. I will be thoroughly looking forward to hearing, uh, hopefully, some original compilations soon. And I'll be very much looking forward to having Michael on the podcast at some point. Uh, Not sure when that's going to happen, but uh, we definitely will have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, so definitely look forward to that. And all I have left to say is, long live the Empire. But uh, moving on with uh, the evening here, at, at this point, I, I was pretty comfortable. You know, I, I kind of felt gotten into the groove of things, and I'm hanging out. I was having some water, and I was sitting next to um, Anthony, obviously, who uh, from out of my league, who was a judge. Um, if I didn't mention that earlier, <laughs> I think I did, but... Um, and uh, he was like, man, this has been a really, really great set so far. Um, and the next band 
I knew they were going to be awesome, but I wasn't really sure what to expect because I hadn't heard them before and I hadn't really heard anything much of them as far as live tracks and things of that nature. Um, but uh, they blew me away and they were definitely one of the more unique bands of the evening. Uh, and that band is Stop This Train, who are an indie folk band uh, from Bowmanville. Um, they were very, very cool. Like I said, you know, being an indie style folk band, they kind of really brought this cool vibe to the night. Um, the lead vocalist, sorry, excuse me, the lead vocalist, Naya, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I apologize if I'm not. Uh, and the co-vocalist, Timothy, um, they were really awesome together. Uh, they created some absolutely beautiful harmonies. I was, I was really blown away at the level of talent out of both of them. I mean, both of them could easily be the fronting the band. Um, they were just, they did exceptionally well together. Um, really, really, really cannot emphasize that enough. Just, uh, blew me away. And I know, um, Eric, um, who was one of the judges there, he, he really liked them. He was really impressed with them. Um, and, uh, Timothy also, he played electric guitar, uh, for their set, um, and he did great. He got a really, he has this really nice kind of strat tone. Um, uh, di didn't go too crazy or anything. Like his a couple leads and that, and they were really, really good. Um, uh, he shares the guitar duties with a former student of gigs music, Emilio, um, who was another uh, student of gigs I got to know pretty good over the course of time as well. He took lessons. Um, so it's really awesome seeing him again. Um, that he, Emilio handles the acoustic side of things while Timothy plays the electric and they kind of, they trade off leads a little bit and, you know, a couple times Emilio kind of took a cool, like, um, bluesy kind of, uh, I can't even explain it. Like just, I'm sitting there kind of grooving to what he was doing. Um, but seeing how they were trading off on that, it showed that they really, their synchronization is really, really perfect. Um, I was really, really impressed with them on guitar. Um, and it does take quite a bit to impress me on guitar. Not because I am some kind of guitar god or anything. I actually suck, but, uh, because uh, I know so many great musicians, it really takes a lot to impress me, and they really, really blew me away. Um, the keyboardist, Jordan, uh, I hope I am getting everyone's names right and everything here. Uh, again, I apologize if I'm not. I'm going to be apologizing for that a lot in this podcast. Um, but uh, the keyboardist, Jordan, um, he had a lot of really cool parts. Um, I found about halfway through the set, I couldn't really hear him as much, but that that's not, has nothing to do with him. Um but uh, from what I heard of him, he, he had some really nice parts that he put in that just, everything he did, uh, it was just, he was adding in, like ambience to everything that was going on. And it was really, really cool. Um, the drummer, uh, and again, guys, I apologize for not pronouncing names right or anything, uh, Joshia, uh, I, I apologize if I'm, not, if I'm butchering this, um, his skill level on the drums was phenomenal. Um, he kept the train. Get it? Train. He kept the train because they stopped this train. <laughs> All right. Uh, he kept the train moving forward uh, the whole set. Um, everything he did, it was it was perfect. Perfect little accents. He didn't go out of his way to play like really, really technical, impressive stuff. And uh, it was very cool. Um, but he, 
in doing that, he definitely showed um, that he's got some serious chops. He was definitely one of the best drummers of the night. Um, I believe one of the judges thought he was the best drummer of the night. Um, uh, so that's really cool. Um, he did awesome. Um, as a whole, they really impressed the judges. Um, I keep saying judges like I'm not a judge, and I was a, so it's kind of funny. Um, they ended up taking home fourth place, um, and much much deserved. Uh, their cover of "Ain't No Sunshine" was it was jaw dropping. Uh, it really really blew me away. Um, the arrangement they have for it it was a little more moodier, kind of you know brought it down a little bit. And, it was really cool, and then uh, their one original song, "This Love," I believe it's entitled. Um, it was a beautiful, very heartfelt song. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I cannot wait for them to uh, have kind of a recorded version of that and release it because that's really, really cool. I really dug it. Um, you can definitely check them out on the web at stopthistrain.com. They're an awesome band. If you're a fan of music in general, you'll like these guys. Even if you're not necessarily a fan of indie or folk, it doesn't matter because you'll like these guys because they're just insanely talented. Every single one of them individually is extremely talented and could probably do this on their own. <laughs> but the fact that they have joined together in a group is crazy. Um, maybe I will uh, get Emilio on the show sometime. I know he's a busy guy. Um, with his uh, masterful guitar classes and so forth. So, but um, maybe I'll make that happen. It'd be great to talk to him. But uh, until then, I will definitely keep my eyes peeled for more from them, and I'll be sure to share it with you guys. Definitely check them out on the web. Again, the website is stopthistrain.com, um, and check them out on Facebook as well. Stop dot this dot train. And again. I will be tagging them in this and everything, so you can always just follow the link there. But the next band of the night, uh, kind of a vet- veteran band of the uh, the uh, Battle of the Bands uh, rotation. Um, I was, uh, I was, I did, I when I initially got the call from Chris to uh, to be a judge, um, it was kind of an unexpected call actually. But uh, one thing I asked, I said, oh, like who are all the bands playing? And he said, oh, you know, he's listening off some bands. And I, I asked, I said, hey, if Cir- is Circle of Circles playing? He said, yeah, yeah, they'll be there. I said, right on, because I, I always really enjoy their set. Um, I know last year they played a King, a King Crimson song, uh, 20, 21st Century Schizoid Man or something like that. Like really ballsy, ballsy move um, playing that track. And they really impressed me last year. I was like, damn, like, that was really cool. They played Hotel California. You know, it was really, really cool. Um, so I always look forward to their set, uh, cause I'm a big fan of kind of prog rock. So, um, as always, they had just an incredibly solid performance. Um, the musicianship in that band is great. Um, I apologize if I get names wrong and everything. Um, I try really hard here, but sometimes I get my facts wrong. Um, Emerson, I believe, I believe is the, the guitarist and vocalist. I think uh, Brandon, Mr. Brandon Hastings from Out China actually mentioned him uh, in his podcast, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, unfortunately, the last couple of years, he's had technical difficulties during their set, uh, which sucks. Um, not much that he can do about that. 
um, but it didn't slow them down. Um, they did an awesome, awesome version of Purple Haze, and he friggin' nails the solo. Like, right before the solo, his guitar kind of started cutting out, and I was like, oh, no, and he kicked back in, like, right in time and just nailed it. It was great. Um, really, really awesome. Uh, Jimmy would be proud. Um, and there was a massive, massive drum solo from their drummer, Jeremy. Again, I apologize if I'm mixing up <laughs> names and whatever. Um, but he had this awesome drum solo. It was definitely uh, one of the highlights of the night, I would say. There was a lot of highlights, but having him just kind of take that like drum solo. And then it was like, you think he's going to be done? And nope, I got more. And it was really, really, really fun. Um, uh, uh, Emerson and then the bass player, uh, Alex, um, again, for like the 30th time. I apologize if I'm getting names mixed up. Um they uh, played rock, paper, scissors. Like it was just, it was just good. Like it was funny. I really enjoyed that. That made me laugh. It showed me that they have a sense of humor. Um, and just the bass player, Alex, like he, he was definitely one of the bass play, best bass players of the night. He just, that guy's groove and the way he just kind of hangs out in the pocket. Like he doesn't, he can go crazy and, you know, do all that stuff. But he just kind of chilled and kept the groove, and it was awesome. You can tell that there's an awful lot of skill in that band. Um, I mean, their set list showed it. Um, really, really cool. I would love to see some original compilations from this band because um, I feel like they would be awesome because uh, I, I, I dig the prog. Uh, unfortunately, prog music and prog rock, and that isn't, extremely popular with the masses but uh who cares love what you love play what you play and don't care what anyone else thinks um i personally would love to see that one day maybe um but uh until then um you can keep up with everything related to circle of circles on their facebook uh, you just type in circle of circles or like i said i'm gonna tag them in this so you can just follow the link there um very very good awesome awesome band you know like i said maybe hopefully we'll see some uh maybe some original compilations from them one day but uh until then i'll just keep rocking and rolling doing their thing now the next band uh, is definitely the most unique band um i don't know what the hell dank core is but i like it <laughs> so whatever um uh, the next band is Surf Cactus. Um, these guys, if there was like a creative song name award, they'd win it all the time because um, they have some very creative song names. Um, definitely one of the most entertaining bands of the of the night. Um, the onstage banner, their music. It, it, I almost I almost feel like like Surf Cactus like like they go up. Um, the one guitar player, um, Julian, I, I believe his name is, I apologize if I'm you know, getting that mixed up, but uh, he came and said hello to the judges and everything, and really professional guy, but gets up on stage and just loses it in a good way. Like, it was really, really fun. Um, the uh, lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist, Jake, um, really held it down. Um, obviously, lead guitarist, Julian, 
Um, they had some wicked riffs and leads. They were extremely, extremely entertaining. I mean, uh, that's one thing you really look for. There was also some tunes they played that I actually really dug. Um, I miss the names of the songs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, sometimes when the bands are talking, it was a little hard to kind of make out everything they were saying unless you really, really paid attention. And there's so much noise going on and stuff. It was, uh, it was a little hard to do so, but, um, uh, they, they definitely showed some serious skills on the strings, um, especially Julian. Like there was times where he really was playing some intricate stuff. And I know a couple of the sound guys were commenting on that too. There's like, man, like he's really got some skill. Like, um, not like surprisingly or anything, just given their style and their kind of fun, you know, energetic performance. Like, but then he'd kind of cut back and really play some intricate stuff. It was really, really cool to see. Um, last time I saw them, uh, I think it was last year's Battle of the Bands, actually. Um, again, like some of the other bands, a year ago to now, like completely light years better. And they were awesome to begin with. So um, I think they just kind of maybe found their sound a little bit more. Uh, and it's a very cool, unique sound, and I dig it. Um, but uh, their bassist, Julian... <laughs> That's got to get freaking confusing uh, if I'm, again, if I'm uh, saying all this properly. Um, and their drummer, Nathan, um, they really held everything together and kept everything running smoothly in the uh, the somewhat, uh, I guess, controlled chaos of their live show. Uh, there was definitely a few times where I was like, holy crap, how are they like, how are you keeping this all so tight and together? Like, oh man, um, I think to the, uh, untrained ear at times they may be like whoa like wh what is going on but that's the point <laughs> you know i know uh chris uh chris says he always says about surf cactus he's like oh this is definitely one of the most creative bands like you know if they uh if there was an, an award for most creative uh, names and that they definitely win um really really awesome band be sure to check them out on their band camp and on facebook um like I said, I'm going to link their name and everything so you can find their band camp on their Facebook. Really, really cool. I know they uh, have some original compilations on their band camp, so definitely check them out. Support them. Really, really awesome band. Now, uh, there was a little bit of a break, actually, uh, after Surf Cactus. Um, I, from what I understand, there was a band that kind of uh, cut out, so we just had to have about a 10-minute break. And after Surf Cactus, we, we needed it. <laughs> You know, we, uh, uh, my mind was a little blown. I was like, holy crap, I need to, you know, I need to get my head together here. Um, especially knowing that the next band was gonna knock my socks off. Um, I really wanted to kind of take a break, you know, stretch my legs on that. Um, and, uh, I got to walk around and talk to some people. It was really cool seeing everybody. Um, got to, uh, catch up with some of the out of my league guys I haven't seen in a while. Always good. Um, got to, uh, talk to, uh, talk to all the peoples. I had some people come up to me who were, uh, you know, just people who used to come into the shop all the time. And that it was really, really fun to see everyone. Um, but, uh, after we had our little break, we got back into it with, uh, uh, beyond the wall. Now I've talked about beyond the wall on the podcast before. Um, as some of you may or may not know, um, I'm not a big punk rock guy. Let me explain. As far as like standard punk rock, 
I can kind of take it or leave it. I'm not really a big fan of it. Um, that being said, <laughs> the first time I heard Beyond the Wall, who are a punk rock man, I immediately liked them. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Actually, I can tell you exactly what it was. I don't even know what I'm saying. Beyond the Wall are without a doubt one one of the funnest bands you will ever see live. And that's because they are having so much fun on stage. You watch those guys do their thing and you're just like, I want to like these. Like, I want to like, I want to join their band and, and run around and play guitar and make funny faces and stuff. Like it's just fun. And aside from all that, they're up there having fun and have fun banter and kind of talk shit to each other and that kind of thing. And, really talk to the audience on top of all that and being really fun and entertaining and having a blast there's musicianship in there you know what i'm saying like um it, it was obviously it was tricky being a judge um when it's uh, it's a band that you know uh, and respect and like so much and all the guys beyond the wall are just are awesome um each one of them will be on the podcast at some point i'm sure uh just because they're such great, great guys, and they're so entertaining. Um, uh, obviously, heading into this as a judge, I had to make sure I had kind of a clean slate, uh, and that I was completely unbiased. And I was, I give you all my word that I was. Um, I went in there with my my checklist, and I was going to go, all right, beyond the wall, I'm going to be critical as hell. And uh, there was nothing to be critical of. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I said, I'm not going to talk about anything like that on the podcast, but um, from the moment Beyond the Wall took the stage from the moment they got off, I was just like, that was the funnest performance of the night. And I'm not the only one who thought that. After each performance, I kind of took a quick walk around to see what some people thought just in passing, and everyone said the same thing. They were just like, oh my God, like that was so fun. Like, what just happened? Like, it was great. Um Obviously, they're entertaining as hell dudes. Um, but like I said, there's also musicianship in there. They played a lot of their original songs. Um, and they played a very, very cool cover of uh, Good Riddance by Green Day. Kind of like a faster version. The crowd was singing along. It was really, really fun. Um, their, uh, their one original song they ended off with, uh, Waste Your Time With Me, it will get stuck in your head. I promise. I know that, uh, again, just from walking around and that, a lot of people were like, with a loser like me, with a loser like me. They're walking around singing the song that it was just playing. And I said, that's that's it. Like, that song is great, um, which is why uh, their uh, vocalist, uh, guitar player, Corey, gave me a shout-out. It was not him kissing ass to me or anything. It was literally, he was just like, yo, TJ, this is for you, because I know this song's going to be stuck in your head after this. Because <laughs> uh, um, there's at least once a day where I find myself literally singing that song, whether it's the verse or the, I only see you once or twice, you know. It, it's in my head forever. It's never going to leave. Um, so uh, Beyond the Wall will always hold a very special place in my heart due to that. Um, but... Uh, the uh, vocalist and guitarist Corey, um, he really, really just entertaining as hell. Um, his vocals were on point as always. He's kind of got a cool thing going. Um, some people have said to me like he kind of sounds like 
like like if you took like Green Day and like Blink One Eighty Two and all these other punk pop punk bands and put them together, you kind of get him. And I'm like, well, I think he sounds like Corey. I don't know, you know, he he sounds like Corey Core. That's uh, that's just his, you know, that's what he sounds like. Um, but at the same time, he's jumping around and he's entertaining and he's being a frontman and everything. And then on top of all that, you look at what he's doing on guitar, and he's. He's got riffs, man. He's got riffs and he's got hooks and it's awesome. Um, having uh, Beyond the Wall play acoustically at Gigs Music right before we closed, um, I really got to see their set. I mean, obviously stripped down. So I really got to see the actual real, real musicianship in that band. Um, and I mean, all those dudes are talented as hell. I don't think they really get enough credit for actually being as talented as they are. Um, so I try to give them as much credit for that as possible. I mean, obviously they get tons of credit for being entertaining and fun and blah, 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 blah. But there's musicianship in there. Um, obviously not to be outdone. Um, the, uh, other vocalist and bassist, John Ward. Um, last time I saw them, they were awesome. They were killer. I love Beyond the Wall. I said to John afterwards, I'm like, dude, like, you brought it tonight. He's just kind of like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. Just they were on. And and John this, um, John and Corey, like, there's certain songs John will sing, and sometimes Corey will sing, and they'll harmonize. And they always sound really great together. Um, and John really, really brought it. And his bass playing is friggin' phenomenal. Like, I don't think I ever really realized just how good it is until I really paid attention and was actually trying to be critical of it. I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm going to judge John's bass playing. And I'm sitting there, you know, he's like, he's in the groove and he's, he's right in the pocket and he's just, he's killing it. I'm like, shit, like all these people are going to be mad at me because like, I can't even say anything critical about this band and I'm supposed to, cause I'm a judge. The rhythm section of John Ward and friggin' Ed is just awesome. It's one of my favorite rhythm sections in the local scene because those two dudes, they just keep it together. Um, and John's also a great guitar player, um, if you've ever seen them acoustically. Um, so, I mean, it's really, really cool. Um, one reason I think that uh, Beyond the Wall ended up taking home uh, first place uh, for the evening Um one thing that a lot of people were saying after their set was that friggin' drummer looked like he was literally having like the best moments of his life on stage. Um, and I was like, yeah, like that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, I mean, they all did, but so many people, the one judge, um, he was a drummer. He, he said to me after the set, he says that drummer. Yeah. The happy drummer. Yeah. I thought he was going to like talk shit or something. I was like, hell, you don't talk shit, you know? And he's like, how can he be so energetic, play as good and as tight as he does, and make goofy faces? He's like, I can't even play like that. Like, like he's like, how does he do it? I'm just like, that's beyond the wall, dude. I can't, I don't know what to tell you. And he's just like, damn. So, um, beyond the wall definitely deserved to take home first place. Uh, you know, like I've said a hundred times in this podcast, it was all so close, but it, it was the feeling that everyone got, not just the judges, but everyone who was there. 
the feeling everyone got while Beyond the Wall was playing. It was this contagious feeling uh, that was just awesome. I can't even explain it. Uh, those dudes just, they have that contagious um, happiness and fun-loving attitude that just comes off on stage. Um, and it's just wonderful. So in the end, I think that really played a massive part in them uh, taking home first place. But uh, you can check Beyond the Wall out on their Bandcamp and on Facebook. Uh, once again, I will be uh, tagging them and everything, so they will not be hard to find. But um, that is Beyond the Wall. Congratulations to those guys again uh, for the much-deserved first place. And I will definitely have them on the podcast at some point. Um, maybe I'll have all of them on at once. I don't know. I feel like that would be just way too entertaining. Like, I feel like that's too much for one podcast. Um, I feel like I would need like an eight parter podcast if I had all three of them on at once. So maybe we'll do one at a time. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, moving right along, um, we had another band um, that was uh, definitely a unique band. Um, These guys, uh, after their set, I kind of grabbed their singer and I was like, oh dude, like you guys are really sick. Like I really dug your style. And he was like, yeah, thanks man. He was a really cool guy. Um, and he, he's like, yeah, like we've only been a band for like, I think he said four months, six months. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, our drummer's been in the band for like two weeks. I was like, what? Like just insane. Um, this band is the inside outs. And, uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect of them. Um, because we had this little sheet that had like the set list and everything and who was going on when and blah, 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 blah. And we had all the genres and, um, they're put down as like trippy psychedelic rock. So I went, Hmm. Okay. I don't know what to expect from that. You know? Um, I mean, Hey, I like trippy rock and roll. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't sure what to expect. And they walked on stage and I'm like, huh? Like, okay, cool. Um, and just right off the bat, the fact that these guys, taking into consideration the fact that these guys haven't been in a band all that long, um, and that their drummer has only been in the band for like two weeks or four weeks, apparently. I could be getting those facts wrong. I apologize if I am, guys. But uh, they were incredibly tight. Um, really, really tight. Especially for their style. Like, it's kind of this groovy kind of... Um, I just, I was grooving the whole time they were playing. It was really, really cool. Um, the uh, bassist vocalist Jackson, again, I apologize if I'm, I'm getting names mixed up or anything. Um, he just held this steady groove. You know, he didn't do a lot of fancy stuff or anything. He just held a groove. And his vocal style, um, he was really, each song, he was really telling a story and his, his cadence of the way he does. His his vocals it's it's really smooth and just he 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 has this like like this swagger about him almost in a good way like it's just like you know and he's just kind of grooving and he's like yeah you know um and he was very entertaining jumping up on the drum riser a couple times and stuff and definitely had a very cool groove and energy about them um. Very charismatic frontman. Uh, I don't even know if he was meaning to. Um, he's just one of those frontmen who, like, when when I think of a good frontman, um, I think of like you know, first off, they have to be charismatic, you know, um, and he definitely is that. Um, you got guys like Corey. You got guys like Dom from Out of My League. Um, 
like they have this thing where you, when you're watching the band, you're basically you're focused on the front man. In a perfect world, you want to look at everyone in the band and see what they're doing. That's that's like the perfect thing. But if the other members is kind of hanging out and they're not really that energetic or whatever on stage, that's not necessarily a bad thing if they have that extremely charismatic front man. Um, and Jackson definitely delivers that very, very awesome. Uh, their guitarist, Caleb, again, guys, I apologize. I'm mixing names up. Um, I swear to God, that's the last time I'm going to say this. Um, he has some serious skills on that six string. Okay. Um, I, I, I think, uh, there's definitely some serious shred ability there because um, there was a few times where he took a solo and it was ripping. Um, really, really enjoyed it. He had some cool riffs. Um, their drummer, who I, his name escapes me, I apologize. I feel like a dick. Um, if he's only been in the band for two weeks or four weeks or a month or whatever the hell, he has grasped everything extremely quickly because. Uh, all the songs they played were originals from what I, I, I could gather. Um, and they were all very tight. They were all precise. Everything was the way it needed to be. Um, really, really enjoyed their set. Um, definitely have so much potential, uh, considering they've only been a band for a few months. Um, I will definitely be keeping my eye out on them um, just because I was so impressed with the way they present their music. Um, really, really cool. Uh, and you know, I, I only talked to the, the, the vocalist just for uh, literally a few seconds, but it seemed like a really good dude to, as well. And that's what a couple of the other bands were saying. Oh yeah. The inside out. Yeah. They're all good guys. So definitely like to see that as well. Um, it's one thing if you like the band, but then if you meet them and they're assholes, that always sucks. Um, especially on the local scene level, but, uh, Definitely check them out on Facebook. Um, I think they might have some some recordings up. I, I might be mistaken on that. Um, I uh, did some a little bit of research, but uh, I wanted to get this podcast out to you guys as quickly as possible. I didn't want to wait too long, so I wanted to just do the research kind of I needed and move on. Um, but uh, definitely an awesome, awesome band. Be sure to check them out. So the next band that we're going to talk about is a band that, uh, if you are listening from the Bowmanville area or Newcastle area, uh, Curtis area, you know, um, you know these guys very well. It is their uh, it was their second year in a row in the Battle of the Bands, and it was actually their second year in a row winning second place. And this band is Fear the Unknown. Now, right, just, just right off the bat. They killed it. Right before they went on stage, um, I know that a couple people were worried it was going to get a little crazy. Um, and right before they went on stage, I saw Connor, their vocalist. He was kind of running around, and I was just like, oh, dude, like get up there and kill it. Just maybe make sure that the, your fans don't like kill each other, you know? And he was like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Fist bump. Up he goes. Um, I talked to Cody, the uh, one lead guitarist, for just very briefly, just because I, I, I know him a little bit. Um, well, not a little bit. I know Cody. Um, and I was just like, yeah, dude, like, you know, just maybe keep it. I, w- I was a little worried because um, I know that uh, how, how heavy they are. And I was like, dude, people are going to lose their shit. Um, and they just made little announcements to say, hey, guys, maybe keep keep it cool. Don't, you know, love each other. Don't, don't punch each other in the face or anything. And they kick into it. And holy shit, right out of the gate, tight. 
that band is a friggin' unit. Okay. Like there's no, there's no holes in friggin' fear of the unknown. All right. Like they are tight as hell, heavy as shit. Okay. They took no prisoners. Literally Connor walks up on stage. The second he walks up there, he is in control of that crowd. Okay. They had the biggest crowd of the night for sure. Um, you know, a little bit of a home field advantage, I guess. He's got to take that into consideration. But that even being said, he had complete control of that audience, okay? He had complete control over me that whole time he was up there, you know? It was a couple times he was like, all right, jump, bounce. And I'm sitting there in my chair, like, kind of like, I got to be professional and all, you know? Unbiased, but I was like, bounce, bounce. Anthony's sitting next to me just laughing. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like losing it. Um, and they just killed it. Just killed it. And his range, as far as his screams, you know, he can go high and he can go really low and guttural. And it's just awesome. He's very talented. Um, and even from the last time I saw them to now, again, like just light years better than he was and he was awesome to begin with so it's just it's almost scary how good some of these bands are friggin getting at the level they are at it blows my mind um but connor also like just as a clean singer is really awesome that's one thing i love about fear of the unknown the fact that they have these brutal brutal parts um but then they'll have these really cool like good s- melodies and there's a hook there and it's it, it's good it's really good good stuff um, the rhythm guitarist Mav, um, he kept definitely a steady assault of riffage throughout the night. Um, while Cody, who kind of fills the role of the lead guitarist, um, he's a very talented guitar player. Um, I have said this a hundred times to him and Mav and the guys, I wish you guys would let him solo like a lot more. And guess what happened? <laughs> he soloed a shit ton. And it was pure, like, shred. And I was like, yes! Like, I knew he could have... I mean, I wasn't surprised. Because I knew he had it in him to just shred. And I was like, yes! Like, there was uh, one, one part... Um, I can't remember the name of the song. is escaping me. But he just kind of jumped up on one of the, like, the monitors. And was just like... Whoa! Like he had this like little like minute and a half long like shred fest and I was my face was melting. It was awesome. Um he was looking out at the crowd. I didn't know if he could see me. Cody, if you're listening, I didn't know if you could see me, dude, but uh I was bowing. I, I didn't I don't know if you could see me, but uh I, I was uh, I was I was bowing to your greatness on the guitar. But um the uh having that lead style of Cody definitely adds a nice twist to kind of their take on the metalcore genre. Um, but also having the rhythm section they do when Adam and Nathan, um, bass player and the drummer, um, extremely tight. Uh, just, they laid down this foundation for fear of the unknown that they can get as crazy as they want. Or they can pull it back if they need to. Both those guys can rip too. But they just kind of, they do what's right for the song. And I really dig that. Um, there was one song, it was a new song. Uh, and Nathan kind of goes crazy in a good way for a little bit, a couple times. And I was like, yes, like it's awesome. Um, but they played a full original set. Uh, you know, a couple of their classic songs like Glass House uh, and Snakeskin. I really liked seeing Glass House. Um, boys, I would have liked to have heard Termination. 
is what it is. I'll let it slide this time, boys, but uh, I was definitely breaking Mav's balls about that when he told me that they weren't going to play it. He's like, oh, we got to cut a song, dude, and we're going to cut Termination. I was like, what? That's my favorite song, you dick. So I was uh, was not not pleased about that, but uh, they made up for it with the new tune. It's pretty awesome, pretty heavy. Um, it was pretty funny when they announced and uh, they were going to play the new song. It's really heavy. Um, I turned to... Uh, I think Chris was there. Chris is like, oh, because like your whole set's been so light, right? Like now you're gonna play the heavy song. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, but uh, Fear of the Unknown are awesome. They fully deserved second place. Um, like I said before, guys, it was so tight as far as who was gonna take first. Um, Fear of the Unknown, uh, it could have been anyone's game. You know what I'm saying? It was so close. Um, but uh, definitely. Definitely keep an eye out for them, guys. Um, they, you can find them on their Facebook. Uh, again, I'm going to put off the links in here and everything. So definitely go give them a like. Be on the lookout. I think they might be working on some stuff, perhaps. Maybe some merch coming up and things of that nature. But uh, definitely, definitely am going to have Mav on the podcast coming up, uh, hopefully, in the next few weeks. Um, so... We'll talk to him then and kind of talk all more about that. But uh, that's Fear of the Unknown. The next band, um, the second last band of the night that was performing, that was competing, um, they were a very, very cool, cool band. Um, right off the bat, they're a two-piece band. Now, um, not a lot of people have balls to be in a two-piece band. So right off the bat, I have nothing but the mad respect for these guys. Um I do not have the ball. I don't think I'd have the balls being a two-piece man. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think I'm that good of a player. Um, and these guys in Cleopatric, which is an awesome name. I dig that name. Um, they, I've, I heard a lot of hype about these guys, uh, mainly from Brandon Hastings about Shine. He was, he's really digging them right now. Um, I heard a lot of hype um, at the event. There was a lot of hype for these guys. A lot of bands were really looking forward to hearing them. Um, and they did not friggin' disappoint, dude. Right out of the gate, the guitarist, singer, who, uh, unfortunately, I didn't catch either of their names. Um, I apologize, I feel like a dick for not remembering. Um, he, he had this massive tone. Like, they were sound checking, and he hit a chord. And I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I couldn't believe it. Um, I later kind of realized that he was running both his guitar amp and a bass amp simultaneously, um, which gave him this really cool tone, and he was switching back and forth, and it was really, really cool. I don't know if a lot of people realize that, but uh, he had this massive, massive tone. Um, there were times where I, I heard a bit of an Allison Chainsy kind of vibe in there. I don't know if he's... Uh, He's inspired by Jerry Cantrell, but if he isn't, he 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 should be because <laughs> he definitely has that um, uh, some tonalities in there, and it was cool. And that's like literally the big, basically the biggest compliment I can give because Jerry Cantrell is my favorite guitar player. So <laughs> that's a that's about as big of a compliment as you can get from old TJ. Um, but uh, he had the riffs, um, like awesome, awesome riffs. Uh, really was digging it. Um, 
and his vocals were very awesome for for their style. Um, and the fact that he was keeping his vocals so tight and the music so tight while doing the switching and he was riffing out and jumping around having a good time. And I was like, damn, like that's very impressive. Um, they really, really impressed me. They really blew me away. Um, the drummer, uh, who's again, unfortunately I didn't catch his name. Um, I apologize, Cleopatra. I feel like a dick for not remembering, um, uh, the drummer, he kept an awesome, awesome groove, really good heavy hitter. I really dug it. He was one of my favorite drummers of the night. Um, the, they played all originals and there were some real bangers in that set list. Um, uh, I know they have a lot of their music on uh, online on their website, www.cleopatric.com. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, very, very awesome. The crowd, they had some people there that obviously came to see them. They were big fans of them. They were really digging it. Like, it was really cool. Um, there was this really cool kind of vibe around the whole place while they were playing. It was really, really cool. Um, and... Uh, Definitely check them out, guys. I, I I tried to find the guys after the show. Um, I wanted to just kind of be like, oh, like you guys were sick, you know. Um, and also, I heard they were really good dudes, so I wanted to just chat with them for a little bit. But um, shout out to those guys, uh, guys. I apologize for not uh, getting your names again. I feel like a dick, um, but uh, maybe we'll uh, get a chance to, to to chat next time I see you guys. Um, I know they have a show coming up in Coburg, uh, headlining the Coburg Indie Fest. So definitely check that out. You can find them on their Facebook or on the website that I gave earlier. Again, I will link everything down below or on the Facebook page. And last but not least, we come to the final band of the evening that was performing. And that band is a band that uh, this is the... Second time I've seen them. Um, they are an extremely entertaining pop punk band um, fronted by the incomparable Lee Ibanez um, on guitars and uh, vocals. Um, assisting him is his brother, Kyle Ibanez. Right off the bat, boys, how do you not play Ibanez guitars? <laughs> like, I know that's lame of me to say. Like, you guys have some awesome guitars, but like, if I was you guys, I would totally be playing Ibanez guitar just so I could be like a total like mark about it. Just be like, yeah, it's my name on the guitar, bro. Um, but uh, those two dudes are seriously entertaining as hell. Like, there's again, there's talent there, there's musicianship there, blah 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 blah. I can talk about that all night. But they're entertaining as hell. Okay, like last time I saw them, um. Kyle was maybe not quite as like, uh, um, not outspoken, but like, uh, so what I'm looking for here, he was not maybe as, as, um, as upfront as he was. Um, he, he totally took over a couple times, which was really cool. Um, they uh, also added a new drummer, um, which they, uh, they made sure to make a big deal out of guys. Have you ever seen one of these before? It's a girl drummer. Which was cool. Um, they were definitely the, the funniest band of the night. Um, they killed it. Um, have some. Uh, there was a couple originals, a couple covers. Um, they always do great. They had two major pops of the night uh, from me. Um, the first one was when uh, Lee was he was kind of running around the audience singing and stuff, and 
Um, I know some people aren't into that. I don't know why. I think it's great. Entertaining as hell. Um, he ran up to uh, us at the judges' table, and he was uh, he was serenading Anthony. Um, he took his hand and was like singing to him, and it was just I was losing it. I couldn't even like I was trying to keep a straight face and not like sell the fact that I was really enjoying that. Um, and I just was losing it. I couldn't even. I was like Anthony, he's serenading you. Like they have to win. <laughs> Uh, and it was great. And he ran back up on stage, stopped to talk to a couple people and let them sing. And just when I thought like, I'm like, okay, like this is great. It got better. Halfway through a song uh, that I can't remember what song it was. Um, they were jamming out and, and he just kind of said quickly, here's something you might know. And he sang a little bit from an out of my league song, their song loaded gun. He sang a little like lyric from it, a little verse from it. And, like the second he started, he was like, "My trigger, I'm a loaded gun." I was like, "He's fucking singing out of my league." What? Like what? And I turned to Anthony. Anthony's like, "He's singing one of our songs." What the? Like he was freaking out, and he turned to like find the other members of out of my league. They were scattered all over the place, and he saw Ali just kind of like walking around, and he's like, "Dude, dude, like what? Like are you hearing this?" And like I don't think they really clued into what was going on. Um, I think he repeated the verse a couple times, um, and it was great. It popped me big time. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Um, it, definitely, that band has uh, so much charisma. Um, that just uh, it is great. It's absolutely great. They also had a guitar player. Um, I, I didn't catch his name, guys. I apologize. Um, oh, and uh, I completely forgot the uh, name of the drummer. I apologize, guys. I'm getting too carried away here. Uh, Leah uh, Carey. Um, she did awesome. Um, I, I don't think she's been in the band a whole, whole long time. Um, but she really held it down. So very cool. Very impressed. Um I mean, the whole band was great. Their guitar player, um, really, really awesome. They did so great. Um, considering that they were the last band of the night, um, especially that they were before the headlining band out of my league, that's a bit of pressure there, you know? Um, and I, I think uh, Chris knew they could handle it, and they handled it all right, and they ended off the night uh, on a very, very good note. So big shout-out to those guys. Be sure to check them out on Facebook at We Are X, the letter X, music. Uh, again, I will tag them and everything in this, so uh, definitely check them out and be sure to keep up with everything going on with those guys because they're very, very entertaining. Um, I didn't really get a chance to uh, uh, chat with Lee at all or anything, but um, he's he's a good dude. He's a really fun, funny dude. Um, so definitely keep an eye out on them. And with that, um, we come to the end of the evening. So uh, at this point, after uh, we RX played, myself and the other judges got up and we went into the room to uh, hash out our uh, our decision. Uh, and I'm not going to really comment on that or anything, but. Uh, it was uh, definitely a, uh, a uh, not a hard conversation because I think a lot of us were on the same page with some stuff. But as far as um, uh, I would have loved to have seen every single band plays, guys. Honestly, like every single band who was played that night, Cleopatra, The Inside Outs, Hometown Heroes, um, Circle of Circles, like all you guys deserved to place because you were all awesome um 
I can I can sit here and talk about blah 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 this and that and why why this decision was made or whatever. I'm not going to. Um, it's not really my place. Um, I may have my list, but uh, that is just is what it is. No point in talking about it. But um, all of you guys, sh- sh- like I cannot stress this enough. You guys all should be so so friggin' proud of yourselves because you all killed it. Um, and just come back next year because uh, doing it again um, and being able to see a bunch of you guys again would be awesome. Um, I'm going to try and uh, maybe catch some shows of a lot of those bands as well coming up because um, there was some serious, serious talent in there. Um, Especially, uh, I really dug Cleopatra. I really uh, am going to keep my eyes on them in the inside out as well, of course. Um, You know, Hometown Heroes, Circle of Circles, uh, really, really awesome stuff. So, big shout out to those guys again. If there is anyone at all in any of those bands who I didn't mention, whoever wants to come on the old podcast, um, I am but a humble uh, guy who does this for fun. Um, there's no pressure or anything of that nature. There's no sponsors, none of that crap. Um, we just, uh, we hang out and we talk, we talk music, we talk life, talk about wrestling, talk about gaming, talk about everything under the sun. So, uh, that's that. Um, so while we were kind of hashing out our decision, um, a lot of the bands were getting ready in that and anticipating uh, out of my league began to take the stage. And my whole thing was I wanted to be back out for out of my league six. I knew Anthony was going to have to leave halfway through our decision um, to, uh, uh, to to start playing. And I said to the other judges, I said, I'm going to be out there for out of my league set. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Um, so we, uh, we hashed things out, but um I'll say it again, because I have said it a hundred times on the podcast. Out of my league, fucking destroy. <laughs> okay. Um, when I walked out, they were they they were about halfway through loaded gun, um, and it was great. And I told them, I said, guys, if you play spineless, I'm going to lose it. Okay. And guess what happened? They kicked in the spineless and TJ lost it. I went to a corner and I just lost it because I knew I'm like, I can't like, like lose it. Cause I can't like mosh or anything. I can't like, I was like, I'll, I'll flip a table over. Like whatever. I was just losing it. Um, off all by myself, losing it in the corner. Um, cause that's just what I have to do. Uh, when you're a big guy and you're, around a bunch of uh, smaller individuals. You got to be careful when you're losing your shit because of an awesome track that's playing. But um, out of my league, closed everything out. So, so great. Um, For me, one of the best moments of the night was when they started playing the the last song of their set, which is a song called Recover, uh, which you guys would have heard on the uh, Resented album review on the Harder Show here. Uh, Go back and check that out if you haven't. If for some reason you have not heard out of my league's latest offering resented or you haven't heard recover go listen okay you can find the whole album stream on youtube you can buy it on itunes i highly recommend buying it on itunes it is worth every single penny um they were also selling physical copies of course but um you can also hear recover 
on the Harder Show on that album review. It's not an episode number. I just kind of uploaded it on its own. If you go back a few uh, few episodes, you can find it. Um, Recover. It, it, I'm not just saying this. Recover is literally like one of the best songs I've ever heard. Um, beautifully written. It was. I think they said it was the second time they ever played it live, but the first time they really played it with back their backing tracks and stuff like the strings on that. And, um, it was beautiful. People in that crowd that maybe didn't weren't like you know, oh, I don't my leave their metalcore band, whatever the hell. I know there were some people in that audience that were like, "Holy crap, this is something special." I had tears welling up in my freaking eyes. Like I love that song and. They get into the bridge and dawn. I was like, oh, it's awesome. But uh, this podcast's not even out of my league, so I'm going to pull it back here. Forgive me, guys. I'm going to pull it back. I just hit my mic stand. I apologize. This is a very loud mic stand. If my if I ever start flailing my hands around and stuff like I just was, and I hit it, it makes a loud bang. I apologize if that was uh, crazy, crazy loud. But um. After Out of My League destroyed uh, everyone's face with their set, um, it was time to announce the uh, the winners. And uh, very cool. Um, I, I, I've talked enough about uh, who placed and stuff. But um, something I wanted to emphasize again, guys, as I kind of get ready to wrap this up here. Um, when I was on the stage and I announced the first place winners, I was trying to think of something really fun like, and creative to say. Uh, and it just came out as that uh, guys like everyone needs to give themselves a round of applause because like seriously this was like the hardest decision I've ever had to make <laughs> like um, and it wasn't just my decision there was three other people as well so um, we're all going to agree to disagree and so forth on that but um, uh, it was a difficult thing to do and every single band deserves respect. And every single band in some way, shape, or form deserved first place. So it was a very, very difficult. But at the same time, it was an awesome night. It was great for me to be able to announce that Beyond the Wall won. Because I love those guys. They're awesome. Um, for the Unknown, Forsaken Empire, Stop This Train, We Are X. All you guys deserve the place you got. Absolutely awesome. Um, but uh, that all being said... Every single band did so, so great. Well, guys, that is uh, going to be it for me here today. I will definitely be looking forward to the next year's Battle of the Bands. Hope to see some familiar faces and all that kind of thing. So that is going to do it for me here today, guys. On this Battle of the Bands episode of The Harder Show. Yeah, episode 31. Very, very cool. Uh, I'm pretty pumped to the fact that I'm getting uh, getting up there in episodes now. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the live stream and everything. Um, quick shout out to uh, my man, Mr. Jason Reese, over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Remember, guys, you guys need anything as far as logos or T-shirts, Banners, posters, album covers, anything digital art related, be sure to check them out. You can find them on the web at www.jbird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com. 
um, excuse me, .ca. Um, I, th- I think in the podcast, I kept saying .com. I meant .ca. I am so sorry, guys. Um, I make that mistake all the time. Um, but uh, Jason does awesome, awesome work. Um, really great stuff. He did uh, all the stuff for The Harder Show, and he also uh, originally designed the T-shirt that I debuted on the live stream, which was my surprise. Um, and uh, also a... Um, also a giveaway um he he had a lot to do with that so the t-shirt we're going to be doing a giveaway for and everything so very very cool um remember to let me know if you guys want to pre-order a t-shirt um i'm only going to be making enough this round for people who pre-order and obviously for the person who won and for myself um so definitely let me know um i will be uh I don't have an exact price at this exact second. Um, I more just wanted to kind of get a feel out. Um, the shirts are probably going to be anywhere from about 15 to 20 bucks. Might be leaning in a little bit more in the $20 range just because of the quality of the shirt I'm going to be getting. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for all that, guys. And let me know if you guys are interested. Um, I really want to make this cool, make this something special for you guys. I live to entertain you. So thank you for clicking that play button on whatever meeting you're listening to. You know, you can listen to The Harder Show on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on the YouTube. Be sure if you're, if you're listening on the SoundCloud to give me a follow and like this podcast here, this track. If you're listening on the iTunes, don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. Let me know what you think. Um, I will. I always read all the comments and everything. I sincerely appreciate every single person who takes the time. It doesn't take a lot of time, but you taking even that few seconds to leave a rating and a comment for the harder show means the absolute world to me. Thank you so so much for that. So don't forget to subscribe as well. Um, and if you are listening slash watching, I guess uh, on the YouTube. Don't forget to like or dislike this video. Never be afraid to dislike, too. If, if I do a podcast and you're like, man, DJ dropped the ball on this one, dislike the video, and I will know I dropped the ball on that one. Um, and be sure to always comment. You can comment on everything. Um, comment on the SoundCloud. Comment on the YouTube. Let me know what you guys think. If there's anything I've said, um, if there's any bands that listen to this podcast and they want to, you know, if there's something I talk about, you want to kind of promote an album or promote a single release or anything like that if you're in the band or whatever even if you're not in a band and you want to be on the show and you want to talk about something let me know if we can't meet up and make that happen we can do the skype thing i got that all figured out so we will uh we will hang out we will talk on the harder show because that's what the harder show is all about we are all about talking to entertain you or you come on the podcast and you talk to entertain other people things like that It is what it is. But guys, thank you all again so, so much for the continued support. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate every single one of you who takes the time to listen, especially those who take the time to listen to every single episode. I sincerely appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much for listening in today. And I'll catch you guys next time on The Harder Show. Take it easy.